Hello, and welcome to Six Feet Apart, the show that helps you stay sane while you stay home. I'm your host, Dr. Manuela Powell, and I'll be interviewing other life coaches to bring you simple and actionable tools to navigate life under quarantine. We're living in unprecedented times, and we're being pushed to limits that a lot of us didn't even know we had. Join us to learn how you can use this situation as an opportunity for growth and reinvention. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hey you! On today's episode, I chat with Marian Jane, who shares creative tips on how to keep your sanity while being a newbie teacher during the lockdown. We also chat about how important it is to have compassion for yourself during this time and to not try to emulate school in every little detail. It's a lost battle. Our kids might not learn algebra and geometry that well during this time, but they sure learn arguably way more important things, such as how to deal with their emotions and frustrations. For the past 20 years, Mary and Jane has homeschooled three sons between Florida and the Turks and Caicos Islands, where she and her husband run a boutique fly fishing lodge. She is a certified professional coach who uses outdoor adventures and inner healing intensives to help clients release self-doubt. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Thank you so much for being here. And I would love for you to tell people where you are geographically and how is the quarantine affecting your life right now? So I'm in Melbourne Beach, Florida right now. Uh, We have a business down in Turks and Caicos Islands. My husband is there and has gotten trapped down there for at least the next three weeks. Uh, They've closed the borders. So um, we're just kind of hunkered down. I'm at home with my two um, youngest adult sons and uh, we're just kind of laying low. One son was in Denver and uh, he decided to come back when all of this kind of, you know, started getting really serious. So yeah, we're having fun, just kind of doing our thing for a couple of weeks, cleaning out the house like crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. I looked today. I was like, well, the cleaners haven't been here for like three weeks. weeks. Right. <laughs> I think at some point I need to like get serious about this. Right. We'll do that. One at some point. <laughs> anyway. So I was reading that a few years ago, the, the department of education before this whole thing, obviously the department of education said that the percentage of American kids that were homeschooled was 3.4%, which is wow. nothing compared to the estimate that UNICEF just released of 95% of kids being out of school now. Wow. So basically 91.6% of people, of parents, did not use to homeschool their kids. And now they're at a total loss of how in the world to do this. Yeah. On top of which people still have to do their actual work on top of schoolwork. And yeah. is you have more than 20 years of experience with homeschooling your boys. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So you probably have some tips for... I mean, my kids are very small. They're two and a half and pre-kindergarten. Like they, he's going to, fingers crossed, go to kindergarten in the fall if we're out of this. But so I don't, I'm not homeschooling per se, but right. for people who actually have to do the schoolwork, you know, what do they do? Yeah. So um, let me just start off by saying, I know, I know there's a whole combination of um, people out there in different scenarios, whether they're having to choose their own curriculum right now and educate their kids, or they're just logging in mm-hmm. um, with their teacher and just getting schoolwork done that the school has sent home with them. Right. So I know there's a combination of scenarios out there. I know there's younger kids, older kids. It's just a real mix. So I'm going to share three things that will help anyone at this point. Doesn't matter the age, doesn't matter the scenario. So just kind of three kind of pointers. And I'm going to circle back to my first point, but we'll hit all three. So let me, um, let me roll with that for a minute, if that's okay. Yes, please. All right. So the three, the three things that are going to help you and give you peace during this time 
is to have a routine schedule. I know everybody kind of was just coming off spring break or you're used to being around your kids on the weekends. This is not as you're seeing a long weekend or a long spring break. So it's really important to get a schedule. It makes all the difference in the world to make a routine. Your routine can be flexible. Uh, and I'll circle around to some of the details of that. But think of your, your schedule in the day as blocks of time and, and plug in and, and spend a day or two in advance to kind of get your ideal day down. Um, with some possible scenarios, um, but stick to a routine as best you can. And just, it can be flexible, but that's going to give you a guide and it's going to provide a sense of security to your kids. Um, and well, uh, just a, a calm piece for yourself to know that you've got a plan. So schedule your day, have a routine, wake up the kids at a certain time and, and say, okay, by breakfast this time, you need to be finished and have all your chores done. We're starting, you know, our lessons at this time. So be diligent about keeping a routine in a schedule right now. I love that. And I actually, since I had my first kid, I was very much like, we're going to be like real. Cause I saw with my older niece, how she had a routine and it was great. And we always had like nap time is it kind of that time, like pretty much at that time. And my kids, every time to this day, my oldest is almost five and my youngest is two and a half. And to this day, if they go to bed past 8 p.m., which is very rare, yep. it's a mess. They don't sleep well and they don't. It's it's so funny how it's really and there's a routine for the weekdays and there's a routine kind of for the weekend. Right. We're kind of like we wake up and we kind of go outside, do things and blah, blah. And then there's the nap time for the, the little one. And every time we kind of get off of that, it's they're like, <laughs> That's exactly right. You think it's more relaxing to sleep in. You think it's more relaxing to be flexible about your schedule and the food and all of that kind of stuff. But really, after a little bit, it just the kids kind of get a little bit out of control. They don't there's no expectations or they don't know what the expectations are. And so they can just start, you know, if you give them too long of a leash, it just gets a little crazy. (laughs) Routine, even though it sounds like work is truly your friend. Yeah. And I like to say it's like a flexible routine. It doesn't have to be, hey, it's 9 a.m. right now. Sit down. Burn. The the bell has gone off. But like, right. It's nine-ish. Let's do it right now. Not like... Exactly. Yeah. And well, that's a great point because I I always say, do not try to imitate school at home. Mm. Do not... It's a losing proposition. And you can do so much more with your time that's so much more valuable, so much more meaningful um, than trying to do a rote schedule where you're imitating the teacher at school. Don't do that. Like have trust and faith in yourself and your family's abilities. So yeah, absolutely. All right, so let me go on to my second point. Um, Beside the routine schedule, um, it's really important to have a reward system and a really clear reward system um, in place. And if you think about it, you probably already have one to some degree, kind of um, how your kids get rewarded or disciplined um, for chores at home or or for whatever it is that that you ask of them. Um, And your teacher does it well. So think about what the reward system that your teacher is using at school with your with your kids. It could be a, some kind of chart where they get stickers. It could be a thing where they get prizes at the end of the week if they do something. And, and you don't have to copy, again, you don't have to copy your teacher's routine as much, but it may help to keep some normalcy in your kid's life. But be creative, like use your own system and really get clear between you and your spouse or significant other who have to do the... Um, have the responsibility of managing your kids right now. Mm -hmm. Be really clear about um, what you want and having expectations and define your reward system. And this is also really important is to get a little buy-in from your kids at whatever age, let them have a little bit of input into what the reward system will be. So they choose rewards that will be meaningful to them because if they have a little bit of say uh, in the reward system and in the schedule as well, if they have a little bit of say, not carte blanche, but, um, 
they'll have buy-in and they'll want to make the system work too. And so they'll start to work with you and come on your team with you and you'll function as a team. Mm -hmm. So let them, let, let your kids be part of that reward system as well. Yeah. I have actually a question about that because I never, I mean, I, the only, I never really did that in the game. My kids are very small, so I don't know. And I always felt like my oldest is very, like, he's a good negotiator. <laughs> so yeah, right. <laughs> I was always like very scared. Like if I start this whole reward thing, it's going to be my, my fear is that it will be, I'm going to do this because I'm going to get something in return. Right. Which is something that always, ah, I don't know. It's like, ah, should I awake this, you know, awaken this monster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I feel like I, you know, the fact that you're saying that, I was like, okay, I feel it, it makes sense. In my mind, it's like, oh, that's great. And just now the one thing that we're doing is our oldest sometimes would come to our room at night and wanted to sleep in our bed or the mattress on the floor. And I'll be, no, no, you have to stay in your room. And like every time he does, he gets a little star. And I never said he was going to get anything because of that. It's just the fact that he sees the star there that he's kind of like, okay, this is cool. I think I want that star. <laughs> Yeah, just scared of how everything now has to be because there's going to be something in return. And that's such a great, that's a great point. And and when you think about a reward system, you always think like cash reward, right? Or a toy or candy or whatever, and, and some kind of material gain. <clears throat> but if you think about it, it's really human nature. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, you're doing it for some type of reward. As you get older, you're doing it for uh, more um, immaterial type rewards. So when our kids are younger, the brains aren't developed yet, their rewards are more simplistic and more tangible. Um, and, but you don't, it doesn't have to be a tangible reward. It can be something as um, simple as uh, we'll get, um, read an extra bo- book at bed tonight. Um, it could be, we're going to go on a bike ride or do pushups. It, some, you can get, be yeah, something yeah. that they value that you can add a little bit in. So just helping them to see that cause and effect is actually really helpful with kids. Yeah. And I like that to do something that it would also be good for them, which is whatever, like either reading a book or spending more time with you or doing something like that. It's that makes total sense. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Hey, and one other thing too, um, that I did with my kids, that was really cool. When they were younger, I got like giant Lego blocks and on each block, I put a sticker that had whatever their chores were like, and it could be school oh. chore. It could be household chores and school chores. And honestly, just the reward of building their little Lego tower. So as they did a chore, they got to add the brick to their Lego tower. Oh, and that for fun. young kids yeah. was rewarding enough. <laughs> like it was the joy of doing Legos. So be creative. Yeah. 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 That's great. Great. Absolutely. Great and make it age appropriate and time appropriate, your reward system. Mm-hmm. So um, my third point um, is to uh, have an empowered mindset. And this is the most important thing. So I know everybody is like crazy frustrated with th- this scenario. And they're just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Deer caught in the headlights. But having a plan, doing the two things that we already talked about, having a routine schedule that you've thought out and gotten some input from your kids on having a reward system that you thought out and that you have, you know, that you have confidence in will bring about that, that peace of mind. It's like, okay, I've got a plan. I've got this. I've got an idea. I'm going to be flexible enough. There's no such thing as perfection. So don't worry about being perfect. Mm -hmm. Just worrying about being real and calm. So bringing a calm empowered mindset is paramount to your success at this time. So if you're feeling all frustrated, if you're all hopped up on all the news and all the scary reports and all that kind of stuff, it's going to translate to your kids. So you've got to bring a sense of calm and peace. So get the calm and peace for yourself first. And that always starts with some type of centering exercise, some type of stretching workout. Um, There's so many people right now giving free things online. So 
Um, there's an app I always recommend called Insight Timer. I'm not sure. Have you heard of that before? I heard of it. I never use it, but I heard oh it. Oh my I've gosh, it. it's phenomenal. It's for kids and adults and it's a pla- It's a free app. There is a paid version, but the free part mm-hmm. of it's fine. Um, and they have guided meditations for adults, for kids. They have um, lesson plans, um, not lesson plans, but lessons on there about a variety of topics. And they also have stories for kids. So like at night or during quiet time during the day, you can have them listen to an insight timer app or do a, a guided meditation that's geared for children oh, nice. to calm them down. You sit down and do it with them. Or if you need time to work, say, okay, we're having 30 minutes of quiet time. You get your insight timer app. And then when that's over, you get to do coloring. Or- yeah. Yeah, that's great. And it does work. I do. Now I just meditate without anything, but I use, um, I still have the Headspace app and they do have little things for kids. And when I did it with my, when I do it with my oldest, he loves it. He's very, it's very short, three to four minutes of actual just breathing and stuff. And it does help when they're frustrated and you're, you're like, okay, let's, let's do that kind of breathing or whatever it was that they learned on that. Yeah. And it helps you, you know, it yeah. helps you as the parent. Sure. It just, be like, you know what, stop, we're going to unplug for a minute. They, and they, there's a variety of times that you can do it on. And you don't have to do this when there's a lot of, of apps like you, sp- yeah. you spoke of, but you know, you can do it for five minutes, you can do it for 30 minutes, whatever seems appropriate for you or your kids, but, but be calm, have faith and trust in yourself. You've got this, you're an adult living an adult life. Yeah. You, you, you're fine with your kids. And so whatever you're doing school wise, if we can circle back to the routine and kind of what, what that should entail don't try to mimic school at home and think that you've got to cover every topic every mm-hmm. day or that you've got to do X, Y, and Z. Turning your kids on to history, turning your kids on to science by watching videos or having discussions, you can form a little group among their, your friends mm-hmm. and just say, hey, let's do a Like for your kids, like with young kids, you say, let's do everybody look into panda bears or everybody pick an animal that's at the such and such zoo and everybody do a little video or study on it. And then let's do a group call together on Zoom. And let's all talk about what we learned. Like, so be creative, create your own little classroom. Just turn your kids on to learning and loving to learn and just use this time to really connect with your kids and just to instill a sense of curiosity and a sense of joy. And there's so many incredible ideas. Yes. And I guess all the museums and zoos and aquariums and everything, they're, they're having all these resources for free now, which is great. And Really, even if your kid is small, as I was telling you before we started recording, my youngest, who's two and a half, yesterday had his first uh, Zoom call with his buddies <laughs> from daycare, and it was adorable. You wouldn't imagine how much, because you imagine, oh, well, he's two, he doesn't really know what's going on, he doesn't miss, uh, I, I, I felt he did, and then when he saw them, they were so happy to see each other, yeah. and for my oldest, who yesterday woke up, like, very sad, he was like, you know, I, I want to see my friends, and I want to get out of the house, yeah. and it's not that we don't get out of the house, because we do, but we're not going anywhere, obviously, we're just biking on the street or going to the backyard, and first of all, I was acknowledging that I was like, yeah, I know this is really hard. This is, this is hard for everyone. I also want to see my friends. I also want to go, but Hey, what can we do? Let's do, because he's used to FaceTime because my, my, my family lives in Brazil. We're like, what can we do to see your friends when we talk to your grandma in Brazil? What do we do? Oh, we do this thing. And yeah. So let's do that with your friends. And today he's so excited. We're going to have a, a date later with his friend and he's just jumping around. So it's just simple things like that, just to make your kids like, hey, this is not the end of the world. We're all safe. We're at home. We have all this stuff. Yeah. Probably most of us have way more toilet paper than we need. 
crafts with toilet paper. <laughs> and I feel it's true. Like kids really, first of all, pick up so much on our yeah. feelings and our emotions. So if one day also you're feeling like real, like I, I had a few days I was very anxious when I started noticing what it was. And I used to be a doctor. So I. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And that that's a great point. Like definitely check in with your kids and, and doing a meditation or something like that together is a great way to check in and be like, okay, how now how, like maybe after the meditation, how are you feeling? Like what's coming up for you? What do you need from me? You know, and keep checking in with your kids that way. Um, not in an overly concerned, anxious way, but in a very calm, which is why I say do it after the meditation because right, right. everybody, yeah. Calm. yeah, check in and, 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 you know, reassure them that if, especially with small kids who really can't um, express so much in words, what they're feeling and what, what they do is usually misbehave. And if, if you write about, if you, uh, their preschool is very, very good with conscious discipline. So mm. the whole, if they're misbehaving, this is, is something is going on. So every time they start acting up a lot, I'll, okay, let's, let's try to figure out what's going on. And of course, this is super stressful and we used to do all these things and now we're not. So it's understandable, but like really trying to do these check-ins and just like, Hey, if you want to be sad, it's okay to be sad sometimes. Yeah. And one movie that I recommend, because everybody's like watching all the movies now, is Inside Out, the, the Disney movie. Oh, yeah. My young, my oldest started with it like maybe like six months or a year ago. I don't know. And it that makes so easy for us to sometimes talk about emotions, really. I was like, hey, cool. are you letting anger get the, on the wheel and stuff like that? And the other day told me, it's like, no, I need to be sad so that I can be happy again, which is a line on the movie. Oh, and it was nice. like, yeah, it's okay to be sad. It's fine to be sad. Or yeah. it's fine to be angry. You just can't act when you're angry. Exactly. And you can segue that conversation to, you know, what positive thing can we bring in? What we've, yes, we're missing our time with our friends. Yes, we're missing this. You know, what could we replace that with just during this time temporarily? What could, and, and that's where you get that buy-in is having that conversation and getting, getting their input. But let me also reiterate, it is so important to know that, trust yourself, and this goes back to having that empowered mindset, to trust your wisdom as the parent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, check in with your kid, listen to your kid, incorporate what your kid said. But at the same time, don't be afraid to trust that you know what's best. And, and having these schedules, having consequences to behavior, if they're doing things that are just so off the wall, don't just give them a free pass because it, it they quickly learn that. Mm -hmm. Like be confident in your loving discipline and your loving you know reward system. Be confident, use it, be consistent with it. And you're going to see incredible, you're giving your kids something that they can stand in, something that they can trust in, something that they know um, it's going to get them to where they want to go, yeah. even though it, at first, maybe they can't see that having some discipline is going to help them. You as the parent know that. So don't, don't shy away, you know, from having firm boundaries yeah. in your home right now. You know, you're there, your, your kids are going to be fine. And I love uh, uh, kids are very spoiled in the sense that, you know, they have everything. They have all the food and all the shelter and all the love, at least the kids we were talking about, my kids and your kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I feel like then they kind of get a little entitled and this is just like, kind of like, I mean, I wouldn't wish this on 
anyone, right? But like since it's happened, I think it's just kind of a wake-up call for all of us because we are super entitled and spoiled also. I think just having this sense of, yeah, we can't do these things right now. No, the park is right there. We live right by a playground. Like we cannot go to it. We're not going. <laughs> Your kids are looking out the window. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 a good lesson because sometimes you're yeah. not going to be able to do the things that you want to do. So you know, and being okay with it. Yeah, you can be angry for a little bit, but then you're like, this is how it is. Yeah. yeah and you're role modeling that you're having those conversations yeah. and you're keeping order in your home. And that's, that's so important. One thing before we, I don't know if we're going to segue away from any of this, but one thing um, that's super helpful to bring creativity and fun into your home too, is set up centers around your home, like where you do different things, build a tent that your kids can in the backyard or in the living room, but do things and say like, okay, we're doing math in the tent. We're doing you know, this over here and use some of these things that we talked about, like social time, if they're going to do social calls or whatever with their friends or drive by their friends' houses and wave. I mean, you can do all kinds of creative things. Um, Use that as part of your reward system um, so that they're uh, encouraged and motivated. Nice. That's a really fun one. Yeah. Having, having the little, doing each subject, whatever, in different parts of the house. Yeah. And you don't have to do every subject every day. So don't, you can do one day is history day, one day science. And you can do one of my favorite things that I always I want to get in there too is um, audiobooks. If you you're dying for your kids to read, audiobooks are extremely valuable. Being read to, or or having reading to each other, you can have kids read to each other. Um, teaches so it teaches a love of learning, a love of stories, a love, and it kind of makes English relevant to them, writing relevant to them. So even if you're not having your kids doing writing right now, or they can't, you need to be with them to read their book, but maybe you need time to work, stick them with an audio book for a little while. Yeah. yeah and, and just, um, and let them be part of choosing the audio book. One that I always recommend is Peter and the star catchers. It's this, it's the prequel to, um, to the Peter Pan story, a really fun, there's like three of the three, three books. And it's just a really fun for all age groups. We loved it as a family. It was really addicting. It maybe maybe check it for really young kids. There's a couple like villain kind of characters in there. I can't remember. It's been a while since we've read them, but that's an awesome anyway, audio books are a great way to, yeah. to plug your kid in, feel like they're getting some schoolwork in um, learning incredible things while they're listening, while you get to, to go and get your work done. So mm-hmm. be creative, give yourself permission to be creative, to do it differently than the way the school does it. Giving your kids that love of learning is so much more important at this stage than anything else you could be teaching them at this time. Absolutely. So just to recap, what we talked about is creating a routine, flexible routine, not super strict, Uh, the reward system, having an empowered mindset and being calm and talking about emotions and all that. And being creative. Yeah. Centers, audiobooks and all that. And one thing, I mean, I feel like we can talk for like hours. Oh, we could. I know. Way over what we said we do. So, but one thing that I really want to say is that cuz I see some of my friends who have even younger kids than my oldest, maybe 3 and a half and 4. It's like, "Oh, I have to homeschool my kid." I'm like, "Wait a minute." And I get it. You know, they have to they were learning things, of course, in, in preschool, obviously. But they're also learning things. All these skills that they're learning right now to deal with their emotions and with life in general, this is huge. And they're not going to learn that by playing with blocks or whatever. So hopefully you're doing not letting them watch Netflix all day, but like, if you haven't, like I'm letting my kids watch way more TV than they do. They're eating way more snacks than they do. So we also have to give ourselves a pass a little bit. Absolutely. Sometimes like, Hey, I need to sit down and work right now. 
yeah, you're going to watch like two movies in a row. Like you're not going to die because of that. And you're going to be fine. Exactly. Right. So it's just like also being very compassionate to ourselves and kind of like, this is a completely crazy situation that we're living in. And we just have to keep this in mind. They're not going to learn the same thing as if they were at school, but they're learning all these other things that would never learn. Exactly. And you're going to look back at this time period that you had at home with your kids and the things that you did, and you're going to be in awe that you got through it, and you're going to get through it. Every your kids are going to get through it. So be creative and really just, I mean, writing letters to old people, you know, it's stuck in nursing homes that can't get out. Oh, like you could, yeah. you could, and that's English yes. right there, you know? Yes. I mean, so oh, that's beautiful. Be creative and give yourself mm-hmm. permission to be creative at this time and enjoy it. Yes. This You're never going to get this time back again. So For savor sure. everything. For sure. I, I, in the beginning, I was like, I don't know, I can survive this because I can't deal with my kids for all this time. And right now, I'm really having so much fun, really. Like, you know, yeah. of course, there are times that are a little hard. But if I think about it right now, for the past week, I think they have been behaving actually better than they usually do, which is just because yeah. we're spending all this time with them. And yeah, yeah, sometimes you get away with a tiny little thing. But still, you can't just yeah. do things because we're stuck at home the whole time. You, you still have that stuff. So I think yeah. it's become a team, be a team, yeah, that team yeah. mindset. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's an amazing opportunity for us to just, you know, be closer and just grow as humans, all of us and learn a bunch of things from the kids and us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so helpful. I'm not homeschooling my kids, but I love this conversation so much. And again, I could keep going for like an hour, but I have to make lunch. So. Right. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much guys. That's it for today's. If you enjoy the show, please think of one person who would also like it and share with them. And if there's a specific issue you want help with either leave a comment or DM or send me, uh, an email at Manuela at consciousreinvention.com. And we'll be back on Monday and I hope to see you again. Stay home and stay sane. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. You can find the information about the guests and all we talked about in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about how to work with me, please go to ConsciousReinvention.com. There you can also find the link for the Facebook page where this show is recorded live every weekday. I hope to see you here tomorrow for more on how to stay sane while you stay home. Take care.